This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Commission for Gender Equality says it cannot be right that students and employees are forced to vaccinate as this is suggested by some institutions of higher learning among other entities. And of course, this follows a medical journal that details possible side effects of the vaccine on the menstrual cycle of, uh, of, of women. And uh, but as I understand it, uh, we'll talk about that impact. Whether it's uh, it's it's a temporary change, they say temporary change. I think I used the word negligible in the beginning. Perhaps the right terminology there's temporary change, um, because negligible and temporary it depends on the impact even in that short period. We're speaking to Mr. Jao Baloy of the Commission. Good evening, Mr. Baloy. Good evening and good evening the wonderful listeners of Capricorn FM. Good evening and compliments indeed. So talk to us about this issue you're raising on uh, students and employees being forced to vaccinate. As I understand it, the premise of what you are saying comes from a, a details from a medical journal. Yes, it is indeed. Um, however, you see uh, today we have had a, a very wonderful encounter with various people. Some are for the statement, some are against the statement. Mm. Those are coming for against the statement that are very visible for us. Look, we're not saying people shouldn't uh, uh, vaccinate. And that's the premise that we're coming from. We're mm. saying, where there's something that we do not know. Remember, nobody had COVID, uh, heard about the word COVID until until last year, uh, um, um, March, somewhere there, February. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. So, and, and then, so, 2019, somewhere around about the November. So, well, hence, we're saying, as a commission, let's not force people to vaccinate unnecessarily so. Let us find out there are reasons and the rationale for them not to vaccinate, more especially those that are being mandatory forced at the workplace and, and, and students. We do not know the long-term effect. Nobody has come out to say, look, these are the long-term effects. We have done a scientific study, scientific proven. Yes, we agree with those that want to say, yes, we might have been reckless, we might have said this and this. But the, the, the thing is that the commission has opened a debate, a national debate to say, are we supposed to force um, learners where, even if they, they, the impact is temporary or significant, three months to a child who, uh, Bodingamula, who is staying in an informal settlement with such sanitary pairs that are still um, very expensive for them to get. It's three, uh, three months too many or two weeks too many. That yeah. child will lose a lot. That child is likely to drop out. That child is likely maybe to fail at the end of the year. So I was saying, because we want to make sure that we're pushing, we're not saying, some men point us today to say even the men would be affected. And we do not know. This has to be proven. And to say, let's not force people willy-nilly, because, you know, we have to put the numbers. I'll come back to the word force, but uh, maybe this question will answer this and I won't come, uh, have to come back to. Those that are saying you're being reckless, what are they saying you're being reckless about? That, you know, we are are reckless insofar as saying we are are, 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 are aging the sentiment of those who are anti-vaccinated. And that's not what we're saying. We are saying, let's be careful on how we do things because nobody has got scientific evidence about the long-term impact. Some people have posted on our social media platform that there could be also issues of brain. Today we had another political party that I should not mention the name. They are saying these are the two people that we know they were healthy before they took the the vaccine. They were forced to take the vaccine. We look at what happened unto them. Mm. So those are some of the things that, you know, we must critically uh, disagree, learn to agree and to disagree or disagree to agree with one another in a holistic way to say, what is supposed to be done? We have scientists, top scientists in this country. Why can't they do MS evidence to help society going forward? Why do you keep saying we must not force people? 
because some people those that that are being because mandatory is not compulsory so mandatory is not forcing obviously yes those that are, are, are not being vaccinated they're being they're being laid off work that when it's mandatory mm. it's you can't enter the place it's mandatory that you know you enter a, a certain shop with, with your certificate mm. but you're not still forced but what about if it's your workplace mm. what about if it's a university else we're very specific we're looking at employees and, and uh, university students. Mm. We're not looking at those that, you know, can go to a shop and buy something bright or something. We're looking specifically to a student who wants to go to university. There are six universities already said it is mandatory to be found in this campus. You might have uh, vaccinated. We're looking at companies, yeah. big companies that are mandatory forcing people. People are at CCMA today, Bodengamola, mm. having lost jobs because they were mandatory forced to vaccinate. And they refused. They said no. And the employer said what? This is my 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 company. You because are out. What, mm. when you're talking about, uh, you said earlier that uh, some information is unavailable yet around the long-term impact, and then this and that. That uh, we're all finding out new things about the vaccine. Uh, so yes. you got this information from the medical journal. And then you're raising an alarm. Is there a responsibility on your part as well to actually get more details on the matter before you raise an alarm? No, no, it's only it's not raising an alarm. It's raising a debate. It's raising a conscious debate because you could see our statement was not saying that you know what government is doing, what people are doing. We are saying let us be very careful, careful of some of the, the the impact. Look at the constitution. We were very very careful. Bodengamula were a human rights institution. We look. The question is very clear. Nothing that goes to my body should cause a bodily harm. Nothing should be done with, on me without consent. Mm. That's where the cornerstone of our argument to say we are a human rights association. Should we keep quiet when people are saying, yes, we, we are being affected and the Commission for Gender Equality is silent? You know, you are doomed, you do it, you are doomed, you, do, you are damned, you don't do it. So why, do, why don't we rather do it and say what, what, what then happens when something like this is out there in the public? Okay. Let, let me show it with, 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 with reasons and rational and critical uh, reasoning by people to say, not to say you are reckless as a commission, but to say the constitution supersedes everything but Gamula. If, if I come with the question of people do not know the constitution of the Republic of South Africa that in the Bill of Rights, not even myself as or, my or, right or do I think that, that the matter at the moment is on the medically known facts. Yes. Uh, and, and those that may accuse you of being reckless are probably are saying, uh, do you want to check the medical known facts as a commission, if you you do not have experts on that field, do you want to get the services of no, experts to be we, able to no, no, speak with authority concern. on you the know, subject? We, we, no, no, we couldn't go there. You see, even the experts are divided. Even the experts are divided. Even yeah, well, that's another matter, but you haven't engaged any of them on this matter. We have engaging some of the experts. That's why the statement... That statement was withheld since Wednesday so for consultation to take place. Mm. When we decided that we issue, we issue on a Sunday for us to say, look, are we going to face the storm? We know we're going, people will have different opinions. People will have their own agenda on this issue. People will come on the backboard. There are lots, you know, already from what we see monitoring already, mm. we have got almost overwhelming people, a majority of people saying that, you know, the gender commission is onto something. Let's look at the facts. Let's verify these things and get get to the bottom of it. Okay. In a, in a nice way. And we, we appreciate those, those voices and sentiments. All right. No, thank you, Mr. Baloy. Appreciate your time. You're most welcome. Thanks, bye. That is Mr. Jawo Baloy there from the Commission for Gender Equality. All right, let's stay on this matter. Let's speak to urogynecologist Dr. Dagarmo Doc, good evening. Welcome. 
Good evening, Ramola, and thank you for, for inviting me and good evening to the listeners. Good evening. Good evening. I was just talking to the Commission for Gender Equality on what they picked up on the medical journal about a possible uh, temporary impact or effect on one's menstrual cycle because of COVID-19, of course, of the vaccines. First, what do you know about this? Yes. Um, thank you so much. And I've listened to Mr. Jawu uh, Baloy. Yeah. And I must just say for myself, I'm not coming from an activist or a politician. I'm just coming from the doctor point of view. So my biggest concern is that, you know, if we want to create a national debate um, based on extrapolating some of the information from the medical journal, and we are not medical doctors, uh, it becomes sometimes very dangerous because it um, confuses people and makes people to be very um, reluctant to listen to the doctors now because they will be listening to doctor, to uh, um, the politicians. Uh, you had, you were giving examples that some politicians have said someone had brain damage, you know. So the challenge is now, who now do you listen to? The unfortunate thing, I know about this uh, study which was done in USA. Mm. Um, it was done um, because after the vaccination of COVID-19, um, there were some few people who came forward to self-report that they have some issues with uh, menstrual cycle. Okay, mm. And then when they look back at the clinical trials, when they were still doing vaccination trials uh, of COVID-19, they have noticed that post-vaccination during the trial, yeah. they actually didn't ask um, patient or, or patient uh, issues related to menstruation. So it was actually necessary for the study to be done by the Americans because they wanted to see if people are self-reporting that they have menstrual problems and we didn't ask about menstrual issues mm. after the clinical trial, then there's something we need to be able to then verify and making sure that is this significant enough. Uh, but unfortunately for Jabu, uh, uh, the study is being misinterpreted. Uh, and purely because uh, Jabu possibly and the people who are advising him possibly are not medical doctors. If they are, they are not maybe often gynecologists specialists to understand the impact. So what the study has actually shown is that people who were vaccinated, um, there is a slight increase in, in menstrual cycle by just a less than a day. But there is no change in menstrual uh, uh, um, in, in menstruation itself. Menstruation meaning bleeding. During the time of bleeding, there's no change. But the cycle to cycle duration, hmm. there was a slight change by less than a day. So, so a medical doctor, needs to interpret, medical doctor needs to interpret that. What does it mean? For being significant yeah. to say that someone has problem with menstruation is when the cycle difference is above eight days. Okay? And the other thing, Ramona, menstruation mm. can be affected by a lot of things. If you are stressed, if you, you exercise excessively, if you're, eat, you're not eating well, you start losing weight, or some medication can actually uh, affect your menstruation. And m- most of those things, if you stop, let's say it's contraceptive, you stop taking contraceptive, you actually go back to normal. Right. So what that study says, it says that there is that less than a day, which is 
even non-significant, and it has no impact on the woman's life at all. Okay, maybe that's very important to emphasize that uh, it is, I had used the word negligible, perhaps I was on the money there, uh, that it is negligible uh, for those that are maybe concerned about this better. Yes. Because, think about it now. We've got patients who are actually, that's what I'm saying for, the, for Mr. Baloi, uh, it's important to understand what are we fighting against here. We are all in the same camp. We are fighting about patients, I mean, uh, patients who actually have COVID-19 uh, and die because they are not vaccinated. And majority of them are dying because they are not vaccinated. Compared to what? What Javi said, compared to someone saying that I just delayed my menstruation by less than a day. Okay? Mm. What does that have an impact in your life, uh, uh, Mr. Javi? Almost nothing. You see, and the other thing, what they have noticed is that it's actually negligible. Okay, so because... It's actually uh, temporary, I'm interested. Temporary, yeah. Uh, just, just in 30 yeah. seconds, we, we wrap up, Doc, because of time. Uh, so, yeah. because you also made the concession that this matter in earlier trials was not uh, done, was not checked. So it's a discovery that came because people reported effects. Uh, and what does that mean there? Should people be concerned that uh, in, in the earlier trials, this issue was not considered, which is obviously uh, an issue as well? Yeah. So the thing is, the fact that people have a platform to have a self-reporting of side effects is actually the good thing. And it's actually uh, preventing and, uh, uh, more of the problem if it is a problem. You know? So the reason why then it was not considered at the clinical trial, I'm not talking about now, when mm. they do the clinical trial of the COVID, mm. is because at that time, that was not... Uh, you know, at the time, people were dying, remember. In your number in USA, people were dying in numbers. They yeah. were creating more left, right, and center. Mm. At the moment, that issue was not in a, a, a big issue at, at, at that time. What, what you're saying is that they didn't ask. It's like they, they, they didn't ask whether the administration was okay after you got a, a vaccination. Because they were more worried about... Um, did you die after you were in uh, 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 COVID-19 and got vaccine, you know? Mm. So it, it's something which is so non-significant um, for the patient's uh, health at that time because it's a, a short-lived and it has no impact. Even in medical yeah. terms, if you go to the hospital in Gamula, yeah. or your wife goes to the hospital and say, my administration was longer by less than a day. Mm. You know, we say, okay, bye-bye, come back when you, know, when, when, when you have a serious problem, because that is not a problem. Because All right, Doc, we, we've run out of time. do not have that. That, that, that. that is a problem as well. We've run out of time, Doc, but thank you as always for your time. Appreciate it. Great stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Damila. Good evening. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.